The Sherry Group Podcast, presented by The Sherry Group, LLC. Yes, welcome to the podcast. My name is Drew Demery. This is The Sherry Group Podcast. We are so thankful that you're listening with us today, and I'm thankful to have a great co-host here, David Sherry. Dave, how are you doing today? You know what? I'm, I'm doing really good, Drew. I'm excited about today. I'm excited about the guest that we get to have on. I just met uh, Jeannie, and I'm going to introduce her here in a minute, but I just met her with a phone call just a week or so ago, and uh, we've been kind of running in the same circles for years, but never connected. I'm really excited to get to spend some time with her this afternoon and and hear some of her camp stories. She's uh, an absolute icon in camping, at least in Iowa, if not the Midwest, and a real treasure to have on our show. So this is Jeannie Muller-Liley, and she spent 38 years at Camp Courageous in Iowa, and she retired in May of 2019 and was just sharing with us this cool story about a 10-month road trip that her and her husband took. It was just sounds like a like that could be a podcast in and of itself or a whole <laughs> yeah. series. I would love to hear would love to hear that story and something that I'll certainly be talking to my wife about maybe that we do someday as well. But uh, Jeannie, welcome to the podcast. We're excited to have you on. And if you could maybe just take a minute and introduce yourself and tell a little bit about your camp story, kind of uh, where you've been and how you got to where you where you are now. Well, sure. Thank you for this opportunity. I'm Jeannie Muller-Wiley. I worked at Camp Courageous right outside of Monticello, Iowa, uh, like you said, for 38 years. I started um, when I was 25 in 1980, a little intimidated to be the camp director, thought I'd be there for a couple years, and it ended up being a, um, you know, the place where I, I belonged. I had worked at other camps with uh, children and adults for disabilities in other roles, and uh, it was just a really good fit. So it became much more than a job, much more than a career, but truly, a lifestyle, and we raised a family right there at camp. That's great. Well, we're excited to have you here with us today. Yeah, Jeannie, I, I'm sure that you've got some great stories, some great camper stories, some staff stories. 38 years uh, is a great time to collect stories, isn't it? So, Jeannie, I'm just going to leave it open-ended there for you. Can you please tell us um, one or two of your favorite camp stories, your, your favorite camp experiences, maybe a meaningful experience or an inspirational camp experience that you had? Well, you know, I gave this some thought and I had all kinds of opportunities to think about funny things, inspirational things. And, you know, one of the first stories that came to mind was a camper named Mead. Now, now remember, we worked with children and adults with disabilities and a year-round program. So we had adults come in our winter season and our summer season, and the entire fall was adult campers. So Mead, oh, how can I describe Mead? So Mead is a individual with tremendous uh, character, really funny guy, uh, a slim man. He's, um, at the time we'll say he's in his 40s. Uh, he has Down syndrome. He's very articulate, has an incredible vocabulary. Uh, he's a fashionable man. He would wear his sweatshirt, but no, no, no. It'd be a sweater <laughs> over his shoulders, and he'd loop it. It had a collegiate feel. 
bring his loafers. And we go, no, me, you got to wear your boots that the staff packed from the group home or the tennis shoes. And so, okay, he would, because, you know, we're heading to the lake or going horseback riding or something. Um, so me was someone that everybody found uh, intriguing. Now, he had a passion for collecting names and addresses. So he kept a little notebook and a pencil at the ready. And he would get your name and address repeatedly throughout the week. Uh, just a real fun guy. Uh, his, he was balding, his eyes crossed, and he just had such a laugh. It made you laugh. He was also very stubborn. Now, here's the story. So Mead's coming back, and uh, I'm always, always happy when I saw, you know, he was returning for another year. And, and the situation, there's so many, but this is the one that stands out. I'm heading home. My house is right there on camp property, not far from the nature center. So I'm heading home and I see Mead and Mead has his hands cupped over his eyes and he's looking in my living room. And it's just <laughs> hysterical. And I thought, oh my gosh, what's Mead doing? So I see that his group is at the nature center, which is quite close. And I alert them, hey, you know, I'm with me. And I say, Mead, what are you doing? Are you snooping? And he goes, oh, oh no, Jeannie, oh no. I was just glancing. Now, that just cracked me up. First of all, he wasn't glancing. And second of all, what a nuance, what a word to say. He knew the difference between snooping and glancing. So anyway, I said, well, Mead, you seem so interested. Would you like a tour of the house? Oh, well, he just lit up. He just lit up. Oh, Jeannie, I would love a tour of the house. So I said, well, come on in. So we go in. Here's the kitchen. And he puts his hand up to his chin. He's, he's got a couple of diminutive digits. And he says, oh, how lovely. And I go, well, now, here's the dining room. Oh, Jeannie, this is lovely. I said, well, I didn't know I was going to have a tour. So, you know, things aren't really as tidy. And oh, no, 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 this is great. So, well, here's the laundry room. Oh, Jeannie, lovely. So we go peek in the bathroom, we peek in the bedrooms, and he is completely enthralled at his opportunity, seated inside of this house that he probably hiked by and has seen from a distance. And so that was just a snapshot. That was 10 minutes of his life and my life. He was thrilled, and so was I. And it's a memory that, that I think of when I think of me, one of my all-time favorite campers. Well, you know what? Having a special moment like that with a, with a camper is, it's just a, it's a cool connection, isn't it? An absolutely cool connection. Mead sounds like a lot of fun. And I love, first of all, I just love being around one of these people that have infectious laughs. It's just, that's very camp maybe of me, but when people can laugh and make others around them laugh with that, that's a, that's just a magical thing that they carry about them. That's so much fun. I would imagine that Mead, like a lot of our campers, a lot of our camps have been walking by that house for years, wondering what in the world it looks like in there. Just a, it's like a secret little piece of camp. You got to see behind the magic curtain a little bit. You got it. He was just curious. Yeah. Oh, I love that, Jeannie. Dave, Jeannie, we're going to take a quick break here and then we'll jump back into it. Contact the Sherry Group today for all of your fundraising, development, and training needs. www.thesherrygroupllc.com. Thank you. 
Okay, we are back with the podcast here. This is the Sherry Group Podcast. My name is Drew Demery. I've got with me David Sherry. And very thankful to have Jeannie with us today. Jeannie, you were just telling us an amazing story about your friend Mead. I wonder if you have any other stories that you would like to share with us on this podcast today. Well, here's a story about a staff member, and it's a little more recent. It was my last year at camp, and this staff member, Rachel, was having some doubts about her abilities. It was the spring season, and during the spring, we had school groups come to camp. And every counselor was a generalist. They lead the activity. So during training, you know, everybody gets the training for archery and for low ropes and for the cave, et cetera. And then, of course, we had specialists for high ropes and, you know, canoeing and swimming and all that. So Rachel was concerned about having to lead so much, so many different activities. And she came and told me about her doubts. I knew she could do it. I absolutely knew she had it in her. She had related experience. She had an undergraduate degree, but she wasn't sure of herself. So we discussed in length where her concerns were. I said, you know, the first time you lead archery, I can be with you that first time. That's no problem. The first time you, you know, and I gave her these options, which I think just made her feel less anxious because she never took me up on any of it. Well, she did very well. She conquered some of her fears. She had some fear of snakes. And, you know, I mean, she really did well never really needed the extra help, just needed some mentoring. Okay, that's, that's just a snapshot, right? Don't think much of it. Happens all the time when you're the camp director. Well, on that trip that Dave mentioned when we were, my husband and I were traveling, we stopped and stayed with Rachel. She's out West now and she is running a program for people with special needs. And I got to see, I mean, it's an office, but I got to see all her equipment. I got to hear all about it. I certainly saw her things on Facebook. And I thought, oh, good for you. You know, it was a great visit. Okay, well, about a month ago, I get a very long message from Rachel. It was so generous of her to reach out to me, to take the time. And she said, I've got to thank you. Remember those conversations we had in the spring of, remember when you told me, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I do remember. Well, she'd been nominated and awarded 40 under 40 for her town. Well, she's well under 30, but still she was the group. She was in this group of young professionals who had made their mark. And I thought, you know, I was a tiny bit of that success and how good of her to send me that personal message, thanking me for being a part of that because she's doing great things and her time at Camp Courageous was part of her development. Obviously, you had a great impact on Rachel. I love the word mentoring. You know, we talk a lot about campus for our campers, right? And that's what we teach our staff. And we teach campers at first and, and that kind of the camping mantra a lot of times. But I think a, a huge part of camping that we probably don't talk about as much as we should is, is what our staff get out of it. Not only the professional development, but the the confidence and the opportunity to have a mentor. What a cool thing for Rachel to reach the forty under forty. That's a that's a big deal, super big deal, and a great compliment to you that she would share that back with you. Yeah, thanks. I was real proud of her. I thought I knew it all along, but little time she knew it too. I think it's just amazing that being a camp director, you get these experiences. If you're listening right now to this podcast, you're probably a camp director or you, you want to be a camp director. And you know what? You're probably, if you're a good camp director, you're going to have a Rachel in your life. You know, you're going to have that success story. You're going to have somebody that 
that makes it all worthwhile. Long hours, you know, all the planning and the dedication. You get those moments to inspire people. In another episode that we did, we got to talk with BJ Murray. And I think that Dave really mentored BJ while he was a young professional. And now BJ is a, he's a CEO of a YMCA camp, which is incredible. But I feel like I've even inspired some people to go on and continue their career in youth development. And you know what, that's, that's the meaningful side of it, isn't it? You know, you can say, oh yeah, it's a nice paycheck or we get this cool house on site or whatever, but it's all about the personal connections that you form with these staff and these kids. And I'm really glad that you shared that story with us, Jeannie. Thank you very much. Yeah, I, uh, I am too. I love both the story, both Mead and Rachel. They're, they're both just, it's camp. I mean, they both just, that's what camp is. And if you really peel them back, what both of those are about is relationships and taking, you took time to invest in Mead and he was curious about something and you invested in him and let him see behind the curtain, let him see and get a tour of the house. And how fun was that for both of you? And then the same thing with Rachel, you really invested in Rachel and she flourished because of it. And I think all these stories that we've been sharing and talking about always kind of come back to relationships. And that's the core of, of I think, what we do in camping. You know, we had um, at my last camp where I'd been for about 18 years, we would do a closing campfire after all the campers left. We would do a closing campfire with all the staff and it would go late into the night. And so my wife and kids would come early and sit in on the first part of that, but then eventually they'd all go home and go to bed. The next morning when all the staff were waking up and leaving, it was a tradition at our house of so that morning, the kids could have ice cream for breakfast because they were so sad that all these people were leaving. And Kate and I were sad too. We were we were also tired from a long summer and we're ready for it to be done, but it was emotional for us because those staff, a lot of, in a lot of ways, were like our kids. You really just get so vested in them and uh, watching them grow over the years. I mean, I'm sure, Jeannie, that you've seen hundreds of staff over the years and watching them grow up and become adults and start their careers and their families. There's something rewarding about that for, for a camp director. It absolutely is. It is really, like you say, what it's all about is the connections. It's all those connections we make and uh, feeling like they make a difference and they build us up and they also build up the uh, staff and the campers. And I think that's what the magic of camp is all about. And when you get hooked, it's, it keeps you going even when things might be a little more challenging. Yeah, it just takes a smile from Mead or a connection with Rachel or something like that can, can pick you up pretty quick. Dave and Jeannie, I am very thankful for our connection, our relationship, and our little group here. And I want to say thank you, Jeannie, for participating in our podcast episode today. Thanks, Dave, for joining me once again. You know, it's, it's really been a pleasure today. Thanks, guys. You're welcome. Great fun. Yeah, it was fun. Well, this has been the Sherry Group Podcast. I am Drew Demery, my co-host, David Sherry. I want to say thank you for listening. Thank you to Jeannie for participating. We will see you next episode. Thank you for listening.